Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to a very special game of Star Trek Adventures inspired by Lower Decks. This is Star Trek Adventures Lesser Halls. Yes, I'm totally original. My name is ELH, I am the Game Master and VTuber for everybody here. And what I would say is that everybody here present is brand new to Star Trek Adventures. So what that's going to mean uh, is a couple things. The first is that I am actually going to take the time to explain some of the mechanics, um, some of the ways to do things in Roll20. So what I would say is that if you are looking for a stream or a game to learn the game, you know, kind of get a feel for what the game is like, I will do my best to facilitate that process with this. Um, the other thing I would say is that some of you might be more interested or might be more accustomed to uh, the Euthenia game or the Congo game where I have experienced players. It's still okay for you guys to sort of shout advice at the players, but just keep in mind that they're not going to know the ins and outs of the system because they're new. Um, so if they get things wrong or if I say something wrong, you know, just be civil about it and be like, hey, ELH, you know, you, you said that wrong, you know, kind of a thing. Um, the other thing I would say before we get started proper is that um, we are going to take a more theater of the mind approach for this game. Um, the reason for that is not only because we get to see everybody's lovely faces a little bit bigger, um, but I also find, especially for newer players in my experience, it's usually better not to like throw a bunch of maps at them because they're just like, do I look at the map? Do I pay attention to the GM? So that's why we're not really doing full-on maps. Um, the, the players will still see some maps uh, in Roll20, but you guys on stream, all theater of the mind, so just keep that in mind. But yeah, I think that's enough for me. Let's go around and have everyone introduce themselves, and we'll start with Drill, go to Cardi, and then uh, we'll go to Converse. But before that, I have to thank Mr. Wolf for gifting five gift subs. Well, thank you so much. But yeah, Drill, if you want to introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Drill, or Adrillian. Um, I will be playing Ensign Kila, and... Uh... Wait, do we do a personality? What are we doing here? <laughs> I forgot. Did you say uh, your name, uh, what you're playing, uh, any socials you want to shout out, or any projects you're hyped about? Um, so I'm playing as Ankila. She's a Zahian, uh, glass half full type personality. You can. I'm on Twitter, Drillian, or Twitch, Drillian. Awesome. Cardi, Hello. what do you got going on? Well, I'm Picardi. I play Shrez Thriller. I used a random generator, so sorry about pronunciations, but it's going to be Aussie because I'm an Australian, right? <laughs> uh, so I play uh, an Andorian, uh, uh, Ensign uh, Engineer, uh, best compartment ever, uh, and uh, I'm looking forward to um, playing this game with my angry little Andorian. <laughs> there you go. And yeah, Converse, last but not least. All right, hi, I'm a Converse for acting or C4A because that's a bit of a mouthful. Um, I play Ensign Gemma Solaris and uh, let's rock and roll. <laughs> Wonderful, love it. All right, so one thing I forgot to say in chat is that today the point redeems are going to be off, but moving forward, once the players have a good foundation of momentum and threat, that's when I'll let you guys in chat start to mess with them. So. Consider the stream a good way to rebuild your channel points that you keep throwing at every other stream, and they're just like, why do you do this to us? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, for those who are brand new to my style of running Star Trek Adventures, something I like doing is having the players do an opening log, and I believe our Andorian friend has that today. So if you would take care and uh, go for your log. 
Ensign's log, stardate 96128.5. We are currently being transported to the USS Phoenix after meeting Lieutenant Junior Grade Mac and the other new ensigns of Deep Space October. I'm surprised that most of us ensigns are engineers. I wonder what happened to the previous crew that needed three new engineers for such a small ship. I can feel the excited nervousness in the air from all but Ensign Cable, who was an android, so that, that can be a good given. I haven't met many androids before. I wonder what Ensign Cable's specific syntactic algorithms are co coded. Could they be parsed correct, corrected words? Or, uh, I, I'm excited about this new position, and while I miss the research equipment and tools from the, the lab, out here I believe I can learn a lot and use how a, new, how a starship operates. However, we have still got around three days to travel until we arrive. I'm sure it will be an uneventful trip. Very nice. Now, because uh, you did the opening log, I will give you one momentum. So just remember that uh, one of you needs to draw from that deck in roll 20, and you just want to draw the one card for the moment. Yeah, I'll... All right, so... I'll, I'll store momentum for now. Got it. All right, so... Knowledge of it. Uh, where we're going to go now is we're going to go to a Type 7 shuttle that is just throw a flying through the void of space. And as we zoom in through into the shuttle, we kind of go into the window. And what we see is we see a, a lieutenant junior grade of female Ferengi, Lieutenant Knack, uh, sitting at the helm. To her right is a darker skinned white hair android that is Ensign Cable. And then as we kind of move into the back of the shuttle, we see our three player characters. So, um, this is now a chance for you all to introduce your characters, descriptions, anything you think the stream should know going in. Um, so let's actually go in reverse order. Why don't we start with Converse, then go to Cardi, then go to Drill. Like, we're talking about, like, specifics of our character this time? It's a visual description, uh, anything okay. about their mannerisms you think would be appropriate, anything of that nature. Okay, well, uh, my character is a Zabalian and uh, short, dark hair, uh, these cool markings on the side of the face. Uh, I guess grew up in a community of tradesmen, collectors, and she also likes to collect things and repurpose things. Um, a very people person knows a lot about a lot of things and a lot of people just based on what she finds <laughs> cool so yeah. real quick before we go to cardi um what random item would you have on your person right now uh actually she happened to find this uh other yellow shirt stuffed into the side of the chair and she was like hmm okay this might be useful for later and if I saw right, that was either Kirk's uniform or the Kelvinverse, I think. Who's to say? Who's to say? There you go. I love it. All right, Cardi, uh, tell us a little bit about your character. Uh, so um, I am uh, blue, as you can tell by my complexion. Uh, I am short and skinny. Uh, but, uh, um, and I sort of, I'm wearing a different uniform because uh, I have transferred from a different space. So at the moment I'm in what their uniform was, but I haven't transferred to the new one yet. Not until I get requisitioned it. She's coming in the mail soon. Uh, I'm just sitting back, maybe reading some blogs and some scientific research. 
Interesting, interesting. And just for flavor eating. purposes, uh, what sort of scientific research? Uh, it would probably be on the the latest um, uh, in um, um, holographic engineering, holographic research. Like um, the, there's plans possibly for uh, more emergency holograms. Mm. Like That's so looking into into how That's... that research is going. Let's 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 make this a thing. You're reading uh, Zimmerman Weekly. There you go. Zimmerman Weekly. Yes. There you go. Yeah. All right. And then certainly, last but not least, uh, Drill. What uh, what's Kila got going on? Um. So because Kila is a Zikian, she has lots of like line markings on her face. Um. Hopefully, I'll be doing that next stream. Who knows? Um. She's got straight brown hair, bowed at the shoulders. She's like of the same uniform as Seabury is wearing. Mine's are coming in the mail. Um, she is probably just like sitting in her chair, like knees together, hands between her knees, like kind of maybe bouncing her legs because she's excited. Um, also incredibly nervous because this is the new thing and new things are scary because things you know are comfortable. Um, yeah. So as the three of you kind of lounge in the back, uh, something is actually going to happen. So you guys are, you know, in that sort of passenger area where the transporter is, when all of a sudden a chime begins to beep from the console next to Lieutenant Junior Grade Knack. And Knack sort of looks at it and goes, ah, well, uh, this is an excellent opportunity for our new engineers. And she kind of leans in, you know, past the wall so that she can uh, talk to you guys proper and says, uh, if you would all be so kind, uh, I am noticing a slight variance in the phase coil on the port nacelle. All right, what do we do? Well, that is where we now have the first roll of the game. So... Uh, the way rolling in this game, or the rolling works in Star Trek Adventures, is you are basically rolling d20s or 20-sided die, and you're rolling it against a known target number, uh, and you want to get below that. So 20s are bad, ones are very good, and by default you are rolling two d20. But um, what we need to determine before we even do any of the dice rolling is we need to know uh, who's taking the lead and who is assisting. So the way assisting works is you get a assist from one other person, and then whoever's doing the main role is going to do, you know, the main rolling, et cetera, et cetera. So who would like to take the lead here? Who would like to be the main roller in this instance? All right, Solaris is volunteers. All right, so Solaris, what you're going to be rolling is a control and an engineering and the difficulty on this is a two. So what that means is by default, uh, you are gonna be rolling two D20 when you click on the character sheet, mm -hmm. and you would have a focus in this instance. And what that focus means is, let me back up a little bit. So the target number you're trying to hit is your control plus your engineering. Character sheet will handle all that for you. And okay. if you roll below your control engineering score, you get a success. Um, what a focus does is it makes your critical success range larger. So before you only critted on a one, now I believe your engineering is a four. So you will now crit on a one to a four. And okay. a crit just basically means two successes. So again, it'll be more obvious once we start play, um, but uh, since you do have uh, momentum here, you know what, let's, let's not complicate things. Let's just get you guys straight rolling and then we'll deal with momentum later. 
So, Converse, you're going to be rolling uh, 2d20. Again, control engineering. And as she's doing that, uh, between uh, Keela and Shraz, which one of you would like to assist? I can assist with the sensors on computers. Excellent. All right. So the way an assist works is you are going to be rolling the same thing, control engineering, but you are only rolling one d20. Oh, and then yeah. two d20s. Uh, applicable focus? You do. Yes. And something you want to do is when, whenever I don't say you have a focus or whenever you're curious if you have a focus, just be like, hey, ELH, does this focus I have apply to the situation? Bam. All right. Well, that is uh, the two successes that you all need. So, yeah, what you're going to see, uh, Solaris, <laughs> unfortunately, you only get the one assist here, but you can still chip in with role play. But yeah, so uh, Solaris and uh, Shraz, you guys kind of go to the panel in the back of the shuttle and you open it up and you see the reason why there's a power draw. Um, somebody has left a, shall we say, long fermented cup of coffee uh, in the panel for some reason and um, it's starting to short out the wires. Well, this is, this is um, gonna... This is making me feel good for what this starship's going to be like. <laughs> what did you find? Everything has its place, and this is not it. Oh no! What Wait, was we it there? <laughs> there was a drink in there. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I I'm sorry, Anson. Did you say that there was coffee back there? Some form of latte? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. I honestly don't know who could have done that. Um, we're not really big coffee drinkers on the Phoenix. <sighs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you should stick to tea. Who last took this shuttle? Well, uh, I do believe... When was it last in operation? <laughs> I do believe technically this is a loner from the Deep Space October, so... You have a timeshare shuttle? Well, we do have ones back on the Phoenix, but yes, this one is on loan. Oh. I'm going to do a diagnostic check. <laughs> Just do a you know, general feel time. for uh, you know what you got going on with the shuttle. Sure. Uh, why yeah. don't you give me a reason engineering difficulty of one? Reason engineering? Again, to help you out here, uh, going to look at your focuses, seeing if there's anything I can give you here. Um, I would say that uh, you would have a focus of Starfleet Protocol in this instance. Oh, okay. Whoops. <laughs> so uh, you roll one, so go ahead and just roll another one. Uh, just remember that whenever you're doing the roll uh, as, you know, you, the main character, you oh, always yeah, roll so. at least 2d20. Ah, yep. I'll roll again. I'll roll from the start. Okay. 20. I do have a focus. You do. Mm -hmm. And boom. Bam. And that, that's actually a very good roll. That's a teachable moment. <laughs> so you got three successes, and the difficulty on this was only a one. So because three minus one is two, you get two momentum that you can store at the current moment. And just to keep in mind, you can store up to six momentum total. But yeah, so you kind of, you know, tap your pad and you kind of run a diagnostic of the the shuttle and what you find is that there's actually not one coffee cup there's six uh. 
and they're uh, all just sort of secreted away under panels, underneath seats. Apparently, whoever used this last on Deep Space October didn't read the uh, fine print about getting it back in one piece. Their insurance premium is going to go up. Uh, uh, so, New Edsons, this is why you do a diagnostic check. <laughs> I mean, I understand reheating your coffee on like a coil, but leaving it here? No, 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 no. See, now the question would be are these all at the same state? Are they like from the same time or are these from like six different trips? Which one's the oldest and which one? It looks the like newest? they've taken two sips, put it away, and forgotten about it. Well, Kila, to, get, <laughs> to, uh, to get Kila a chance to roll here, why don't you roll okay. me a insight and a science here? Because, okay. you know, it's many things that engineering will cover. I don't think that uh, coffee is technically considered engineering at the moment, anyway. Not till we're up all hours re refixing things. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right, one success, which is all you needed. And yeah, uh, Kila, they are, if you were to scan the replicator pattern, because, you know, they all kind of leave like a little bit of residue. Yeah, they were all from about the same time, plus or minus about five minutes. So the one you found initially was the first one. The one underneath your seat in particular is the second one. And, you know, there's always that plus or minus five difference between all of them. Who, who is this absent-minded? Never mind, I've done that before, so. Could check the logs if you really, really want another <laughs> <laughs> Well, there is a Ferengi rule of acquisition for this very juncture. I believe it is acquisition rule number 127. Never look a gift coffee in the mouth. Or was it a gift horse? I'm not quite sure, but you know what I'm trying to say, hopefully. Would you like the coffee? Oh, no, I, no, I'm a tea person. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Keela will take the one that she was under her chair and she'll like dispose of it wherever the disposed thing is. <laughs> yeah, there's a replicator aboard, so you just kind of toss yeah. the drink in there and the replicator vanishes it away. Um, but as that all happens, there's a sudden like shift in the graph plating so you're not like flung about or you're not like rocked or anything it's just kind of like a sudden shift and kind of look towards the front and uh what you see out of the main view screen is that there is a large purple swirling cloud or storm coming in your general direction and ensign cable who hasn't said anything up to this point simply reports I wish to inform everyone we appear to have a Class 7 Ion Storm off the port bow. I would recommend that we seek shelter, as this shuttle is not rated for an Ion Storm of that caliber. Yeah. I this is exactly what we need. <laughs> yep. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Where's the nearest um, shelter? Well, it's a good thing you asked. I would like you to roll me a reason and a con difficulty of two. Would it, uh, Solaris or Kila, would you guys like to assist on this? I'll assist on this one. All right. So again, you're going to be rolling 1d20 Kila. And then, yeah, uh, it is two successes here that you need. Um, so before you roll, though, Cardi, uh, one thing I would say is that this is another teachable moment. Um, you have three momentum right now. And what that means is you can spend one momentum to get a third d20. Or you could spend all three momentum to roll four d20. And it's a difficulty of two. So 
you know, your reason con isn't yeah. exactly your power stats, you may wish to buy additional that. dice here. Yeah, all right, I'll buy an additional dice. So that's my one. All right. I think this is how I do it. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Pull it out. Yeah, pull it out, it. slap it onto the map, and then uh, Starfleet symbol will pop up on the map, and you just delete the symbol that comes up. Stop pulling out. There we go. There you go. Move. Excellent. All right. Mm -hmm. 3D 20. Mm -hmm. And do I have anything? Not really. <laughs> I was going to say, looking at your uh, look at your focuses here, I don't really see a focus that would apply here, unfortunately. Let's look at reverse engineer a planet. Well, you know, give it, give it a few <laughs> sessions, maybe. One. <laughs> okay. So that does mean that Keela does have to get at least one success here, or, well, it's another teachable moment. Uh, okay. Okay, teachable moment. So what happened here is that you needed two successes, but you only got the one. So there's two ways we can handle this. The first is that we simply just say, well, you fail, you don't really get anything, you know, you're kind of in hot water, et cetera, et cetera. Or what we do is we let you succeed at a cost. And that cost is something that you say, hey, GM, I'd like to succeed at cost or something. I'll be like, hey, would you guys like to succeed at cost? And generally what that means is either I get threat, my momentum basically, or we introduce a complication to the scene. And complications are the fun part. I know they kind of sound bad, but usually complications are what th makes things super fun. Um, so which would you guys prefer? Would you prefer to just fail outright or would you like to succeed at a cost? I think we should succeed at a cost and have the exciting, <laughs> yeah, sure. ent exciting part before the credits. Yes. <laughs> All right. It'll be the shortest game ever. Like, we're done. <laughs> All right. So actually, if you haven't already gotten the theme of this mission, so uh, as you sit down in the console, uh, Shraz, and you begin to type in and you kind of comb the, the records of what might be a... a way to hide from this ion storm in the immediate area, you do see that there is a small group of asteroids about uh, 3 AU distant that you could potentially get to in time. But the complication is going to be that you hear some rattling from the panel above you and you look up just in time for another coffee cup to literally just splatter all over your front. Alright. I've got an extra. <laughs> <laughs> I got a spare uniform if you want to use it. <laughs> you okay? Was it hot or was it cold off? It was freezing. Oh, <laughs> oh I don't know if that's worse or better. Yeah. Uh, um, asteroids. Need to get to them soon. Do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Nax sort of looks at what you've pulled up and goes, ah, yes, we can get there in... Well, approximately 10 minutes. Uh, everybody hold on to something. And Keela is going to, like, <laughs> grab onto the wall. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of that ironic thing because, again, grab plating is magic, where even as the shuttle banks sharply to the left and begins heading towards some dark rocks, um, you don't feel it. You just kind of, you know, the stars shift outside, you know. It's almost anticlimactic in a way, but you can still imagine that you're on, like, a roller coaster ride. Oh, um, she feels like she's on a roller coaster. There you go. So what happens is we see the shuttle kind of zoom in uh, to these asteroids. And for the most part, they just like, they, they're, you know, your standard balls of rock, you know, bits of metal, et cetera, et cetera. But behind one of them is what looks to be 
some form of a structure. Uh, it's combined of a bunch of metal spires and docking bays and things of that nature. Um, but this structure is about the size of a Luna class or a, um, a Nebula class. So it's a fairly sizable structure that is built into the side of this asteroid. And as you know, you kind of see this all out of the view screen and on your panels, um, I'm curious, what would be your reaction? Um, Keela would immediately be like, what is this? And try and do some sort of scan if she's in the pool. Okay. To like figure out what it is. So for you, and this is um, a way to introduce rolling for the ship or the shuttle. So Keela, you're going to be doing a reason engineering difficulty of two. And again, you do have momentum if you want additional dice. And then somebody else, so either Cardi or Converse, um, if one like of you do. all could pull up the Type 7 Shuttle character sheet, and the Type 7 Shuttle will assist you with a sensors and engineering. And the ship's only rolling one, and the ship always has a focus. So could I use, no, Starship Construction? Actually, Starship Construction would apply here. Yes, that okay. would give you a focus. So I'm rolling 3D. If you spend momentum, correct. Okay. Can I spend a momentum, guys? Sure. Yeah, okay. Let's find out so what this 3D20. Is. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Yes, focus. I'm the What's going on? There you go. Two successes. So... And this is something I'll let you make the judgment call on. Uh, would Keela know what a Nausicaan station would look like? Would you say that that is a fair assumption? Or would this be something more that that's what the computer knows? You know, kind of that, that delineation? Uh, uh, we'll say the computer knows it. <laughs> okay. So then, yeah, once you get back on the uh, computer consoles, that apparently this is just an abandoned Nausicaan mine of some sort. Should be habitable if you can get it running. Hmm. I wonder if there's anything of value on it. Who knows? There's nothing there. There's, well, there's no life forms. Was there life forms? No, no life forms. forms. Abandoned. Yeah, I don't know. Well, as a commanding officer, normally I would make an executive decision, but I'm curious. Are you all ready to delve the depths of an unknown station? Yes. I'm curious to see how, how their tech works. Well, they're a Nausicaan, so I can't imagine very well. Hmm. But it is something. Come back. Know. What did I miss? <laughs> ah, I Wait, see there's a... uniforms. <sighs> I always bring a spare. <laughs> That's smart. That's actually really smart. But we found this Nausicaan abandoned mining thing facility place. Asteroid. Any life signs? No. no. Let's go. I'm oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. uh, Commander, here we go. <laughs> I think Knack actually does yeah, laugh that and she says, ah, yes, I love it when they have enthusiasm. <laughs> and yeah, we uh, we see the shuttle again bank slightly as you enter into one of the spires coming off of the rock. And not a moment too soon because the moment the shuttle is within the landing bay, within the docking bay, we again see that very large swirling storm of purple energy kind of wash over the rock. And what that means is that until the ion storm is done, your long range communications are disabled. So you're on your own at the moment. Um, 
But in terms of the landing bay, uh, as the shuttle comes to a rest on the deck plating, uh, as you look around, it's almost like a warehouse you would find on Earth right now. Um, so just rows upon rows of equipment, doodads, widgets, etc. Um, but the warehouse itself looks to be in disrepair. And what I mean is that some of the shelves are kind of knocked over. Um, there's debris and equipment scattered all over the place. There's actually just enough room to fit your shuttle and for the door to open, but not much else, unfortunately. Um, so as the shuttle comes to a rest, uh, Nack reports, Well, uh, it seems we're going to be here for a while. Um, seems that we have a breathable atmosphere out there. Um, should be uh, should be okay for you guys to journey out. Hila will get up right away and head out. Yeah, copy that. And uh, she'll kind of the... like as she leaves, she'll like kind of bound out the shuttle. <laughs> so as the uh... oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm scanning as long as I go, just to make sure. <laughs> Noted. So as you uh, kind of wait at the back of the shuttle as the door opens, uh, as the stale air kind of wafts in through that pressure differential, um, you smell something that is between um, rusted metal and something more like um, like a sickly carnation. So a very flowery, decaying smell. It's not very pleasant. Um, but as the door finishes uh, descending, um, Nax sort of reports and says, Ah, well, perhaps I should have mentioned the smell. Um, um, yeah, that, that is something awful. Okay, well, breathe through your mouths. And Kilo will, like, over-exuberantly, like, breathe through her mouth, like, and then, like, out through her nose. <laughs> Just like that. And then I think Nag just sort of adds, well, uh, have fun exploring the station. Uh, please do report back every hour. If I do not hear from you in an hour's time, I will send Ensign Cable to come collect you. All right. And Kila will start walking in. Yep. Gemma follows. All righty. She'll, so, she'll have a tricorder out just kind of generally. Mm-hmm. So, as you guys are kind of walking down the ruined shelves and the ruined bits of equipment, um, I have a very important question to ask. Does anybody have jury rigging as either a talent or a focus? Yes. Solaris does. Excellent. So, Solaris, I would like you to roll me a reason and an engineering difficulty of one. And usually I don't do this much rolling, but again, it's mostly to get you guys used to rolling. All right, so unfortunately with no successes, um, I'm going to say that as you kind of scan using your tricorder, most of this equipment is defunct. Um, like it's not even usable for parts. It's just, it's just not great. Dang. Yeah, it's, it's too old, guys. It's not fixable. At least, not even, not even like this thing, and it's just like a whole pile of junk. <laughs> I mean, Use... with more time and some equipment I don't have right now, maybe, but uh, not right now. 
Now, Keela, very important thing. You're pointing at random pile of junk A? Yeah. Okay. So something I'm going to introduce as a mechanic is, as a game master, I can spend threat to introduce a complication or introduce something to the scene. And what that's going to mean is, Akila, as you motion at random junk pile A, there's sort of a clattering of metal and something is moving inside of this pile of junk. So she's going to, like, jump back to the other wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, like... <laughs> Let go forward, scanning. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hold so, my ground. <laughs> so it's funny you do that because as Kila jumps back and thrill, thrill, Thriller... There you go, Thriller. Maybe that's his nickname. Thriller. We got it. There you go. Thriller. I love it. Um, as Edson Thriller, you step forward, a Talarian hook spider pops out of the debris and goes for your face. <laughs> All right. So uh, I'm not going to go into details about the spider because, you know, some people are averse to it. But you do have a creature trying to eat your face. Um, so what this is going to mean is this is our first combat. And combat is actually extremely simple in the system, and it resolves very quickly. So for a melee roll, um, I need you to roll me a daring and a security, please. And unless you have hand-to-hand combat as a focus, I don't think you have one. I do not. All right. I don't even have security. It's a good thing. Oh, God. (laughs) Now, what I would tell you is that having more successes here will determine whether the hook spider gets a hold of you or if you get a hold of the hook spider so you may wish to spend momentum can i use the momentum to not be attacked by evil evil spiders yes (laughs) and with that we'll be out of the moment okay i used one earlier okay Mm -hmm. you did okay sorry Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah there we go please uh no focuses please yeah, that's, that's significant. That is that is three successes. Uh, I'm pretty sure the hook spider is going to need to double crit to beat that, which it doesn't. It doesn't even get a crit. So I'm going to let you determine uh, how does Shraz uh, defend themselves against this hook spider? Because technically, you could punch it. You could grab it. You know, this is sort of your moment to decide how are you going to stop this hook spider, and you're going to do it successfully no matter what it is. I am going to do what anybody who with a spider comes at you does, especially in Australia, is go, Wah! and just fling it <laughs> as far away as possible. <laughs> Eat it. All right, so this is, again, teachable moments. So you do damaged unarmed equal to your security plus one. So oh, you do two whopping damage. Well, you have two challenge <laughs> dice here. So you see the challenge dice macro? Yep. I need you to click that and enter in two. Okay, that is important. So, uh, again, teachable moment. The special D6s that Star Trek Adventure uses, um, they have six sides, obviously. One and two, standard what they are. Three and four mean zero, nothing, nada. And then five and six mean an effect. And when you roll an effect, usually something good happens. Usually. Or basically, you don't want to see me roll effects, because if I roll effects, bad things happen. Um, but what this does mean is that with your two effects, I'm going to let you make the call here. You can either knock down the spider, meaning it just splats against the wall and goes prone, or you could throw it for, through the force field that your shuttle came through. Oh, oh, oh. how evil am I for spiders? I really don't like spiders. 
It's gone through the force field. It's gone through the force field. <laughs> so there's kind of that noise as the Talarian hook spider goes through the uh, the force field and begins drifting off into space. And I, I think you see in the shuttle, uh, you know, Knack not really talking to you guys, but she kind of turns and goes, what the hell? <laughs> and as soon as the spider's gone, Keely will like immediately go back to normal. <laughs> She's not cleaning the wall. Dolores has a newfound respect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never doing that again. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. All right, so to kind of give you guys a little bit more to work with here. So the warehouse itself, it has two exits. Uh, one of the doors is half open. You could maybe squeeze through it if you tried or maybe wedge it open further. And you see the corridor beyond is kind of blinking lights on and off. Then there's a second door, which when you first approach it, doesn't respond. But the second or third time when you try it again, it kind of gives like a noise where it's just it's not responding to you like as a uh, a security measure almost. Hmm. Um, Keela would investigate why it won't open. Like either like pick away at the panel or if it's like something blocking the door from opening. Okay. Uh, why don't you go ahead and roll me a reason in engineering and you can have either Solaris or Ensign Thriller have uh, an assist here. Uh, I've got a pretty high reason. And feel free to metagame this. It's always okay to metagame your guys' score. I do not mind. So what was the other roll? So it was reason what? Sorry. Reason engineering. Oh, well, I, yeah, I've got 14 there. So. Oh, well, you're higher than me in reason, then take it away. All right. All right. Again, you're rolling assist. one die for an assist. You rolled? No, yeah. I, I thought rolled. you were because you had 14. No, no, Andrew, no. I rolled. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. oh. Okay. Well, it's only a difficulty <laughs> of one, so you do get a momentum back. Yay. So, actually, your hunch was on the money, Keila. There seems to be an obstruction on the other side of the door. Oh. So I can't get to it from this side. I would say it would be difficult, but if you really wanted to, you probably could. Uh, yeah, she's she's going to try and figure this out. She wants to get through this door. <laughs> this is okay. an obstacle. <laughs> yes, and I did this deliberately because, again, teachable moment. I love teachable moments. All right. So what this is going to be is this is going to be a control and an engineering. However, the difficulty is going to be a four. So what that means is you need four successes, which, if you're just rolling straight would mean that you'd have to get two critical successes. So you need to be spending momentum, you need to be spending determination. And as a reminder, uh, as when you spend determination, you basically tie a value into what it is you're trying to do, and mm -hmm. you can start off with two free successes if you spend it in that way. Um, so would you like to use determination here, or would you simply like to rely on momentum threat? No, I would like to use determination and my value puzzle agent. Excellent. That's what I was hoping to aim for. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. So what that means is that you technically already have one die rolled that is a one. So you already have those two successes. Okay. Um, if you want to buy more dice, though, um, the cost kind of comes up. So to buy a third die, you would be giving me one momentum, one threat. If you wanted to roll four dice, you would be giving me one momentum, four threat. 
Can anyone um, assist with this or not really? I would can, say one of you can assist, yes. And that would help. Okay. You yeah. can assist. Someone assist me. <laughs> my, I have to get my, through this my, door. My control is terrible, so. My control is also not great. I have an eight. I've got a nine. Okay, my control is better. <laughs> Um, right. So if they assist, do I require to spend the momentum? Uh, no, the assists are always free. Um, the okay. assists are, you know, they, they help you and they don't really hit. Well, I say they help you if they roll a complication, maybe not. But um, yeah, right now, whatever they roll does not affect how you spend momentum threat to get more dice. Okay. Um, I'd like to spend the momentum. <laughs> okay, so you'll spend the one momentum and I'll get a threat. So and I roll three dice? You do. Mm-hmm. Okay. I and roll I one terrible control engineer. Um, okay. All right. Teachable moment. Teachable moment. But that is uh, three successes. And let's see if Shraz gets you that uh, additional success. No pressure, of course. Oh, oh. my lord. Um, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call a double complication. Um, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a thing. All right, so here's what that means. Um, actually, wait a second, Keila, don't you have? Oh no, yours. We said it was reason, wasn't it? Your uh, your uh, augmented yeah. ability was reason. That was All reason. Right. So here's what's going to happen. I'll let you guys succeed at cost. Um, but some interesting things are going to happen. So, Keela and Shraz, you guys working together, you are able to get the manual release and get it to open up maybe about a few inches. But on the other side, you see something that no one's going to like. Absolutely no one. You remember that creature you threw out of the airlock, more or less? Oh, no. You know that one scene from Aliens, or maybe it's uh, Lost in Space or whatever the movie is, where there's just a, a lot of them in a corridor. You kind of yeah. creak open the door, you peek in, and you see a nest of these things. Thanks, I hate it. Do, do they notice us opening the door? That is the complication, is that, yes, is as you open the door and light spills into this dark corridor, <laughs> all of them freeze and just slowly turn to look at you with their multiple eyes. Close the door, close the door, close the door, close the door. Close the door. And like that's the slow. second complication, is that the door is now jammed half open. He was going to turn tail and, like, book it back to the where we came from. She'll, she'll have her phaser out, but she doesn't remember to use it. Gemma was, like, exploring, like, elsewhere, and she sees Hilo, like, booking it. It's like, what are you doing? What's I'm booking it after. Okay. What's happening? <laughs> when people start running, you better run too. Spiders. <laughs> all right. So here's what we're going to do is we're going to require uh, something from all of you. Uh, so I would like everybody to roll me a fitness and a security, please. Oh, oh no. no. I know oh, your no. best rolls. I know. Just basic? Yep, just basic. Fitness and security? Mm-hmm. Oh, RIP. Okay. Keela got one success, which is all she needs. I have no focus on fitness. I'm an awful Very nice. <laughs> Holy moly. All right. <laughs> Keela's falling behind. 
All right, so what I'm going to say then is uh, total you get three momentum back. Very, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> so what I would say is that all three of you can at no problem, not even out of breath, you guys can get back to the shuttle and back inside if you want. Or if you want to say, you know, hide behind a shelf or if you want to hide somewhere in the, the warehouse slash landing bay, that's also an option. But where would you guys like to go? Because wherever you want to go, you'll succeed at doing so. Hmm. I, think we should, I think we should try to solve the problem first, but I'm not a security guy. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get to another part of the of the area. So um, maybe we'll say we found somewhere to hide inside the place, the mine okay. place. Well, as a reminder, there is, again, that half-open door that uh, you could squeeze through. It is dark, is and who's to say there's not another nest down that way, though? Because that otherwise I'd be like, yes, let's go there. But... Uh, <laughs> let's go in there. Let's do it. Okay. Screw right. it. Well, let's do it. Running. This I'm is Lesser Halls. <laughs> I grabbed something that looks crowbarish. There you go. <laughs> Give that but, uh, to you free. I'm going to get to it. Yeah, and then right. try to open the door. Yeah, and since, you again, you guys succeeded so well, you guys wedge open the door further, and you all squeeze through the opening, and not a moment too soon, because as you hear the things coming towards you, you get through the last man, woman, you get through the door, and then when you remove the crowbar, the door slams shut, and you just hear things bouncing off the wall on the other side. A stampede. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But at this point, uh, you actually all get a chirp on your communicator, and it's, uh, uh, this is Lieutenant Knack to the away team. Are you all right? We're alive. Um, yep. We, yep, we're fine. <laughs> well, I, I don't know what you did, but there's quite a number of, um, Talarian hoax spiders out here. Yeah, we found a nest. Oh. That, yeah. that tracks, actually. I think the Noskins keep them as pets. Mmm... Yep. Well, we're going to keep right. moving through, um, but yep. just take care, okay? We're safe. Yeah. We're safe for now. Well, I would recommend using your phasers in the future. They might work quite well against the hook spiders. And Keela will remember that she has, she pulled hers out and she didn't use it. She's like, yeah, that would, that would, yeah, we'll do that next time. Yes, because I haven't not done my phaser training for months. <laughs> Any <Cheers. easy. laughs> All right. I'm going to pull like a... Is, is the corridor still dark? Uh, it is somewhat dark, but it's almost now, as opposed to what the nest was in, this sort of has red emergency lighting instead. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I like pull a, a, like a light out of my satchel or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, you still could, um, and, okay. and everybody has a flashlight. Like, it's always assumed you have common items like flashlights or things of that okay. nature. Um, mm -hmm. But as you look down this corridor, what you see is that um, there seems to be signs of battle damage. Uh, you're seeing like these little pock marks that would suggest energy weapons fire. Um, you're seeing signs that maybe even a batleth or something with a jagged edge kind of dug into the side of the corridor at some point. Mm. Um, Keela will uh, raise her hand to scan the area, forget the phasers in her hand, and, and accidentally fire a blast. 
Um, and then and then realize she's like oh and she'll like quickly put that away and put her tray corner <laughs> and scan what kind of uh blast marks they are okay uh reason and a security please difficulty of one freshly made phase of <laughs> hey there's your one success so what i would say then is this battle damage recent and i don't mean like recent as in like oh within the last month or oh within the last you know couple weeks this is only like three days old and, and she'll kind of like give a confused look and she'll be like this this was like two days ago three three days ago what i'm gonna do a check too and confirm it you do yeah okay Something, some, someone was here. And how long ago was this abandoned? Did we, did we know that in the initial scan? I would say that you would know that supposedly operations on this mining facility ended two years ago. So, so this happened now, but this was abandoned like years ago. Okay, so we just need to proceed with caution. There's a mystery here. Uh. Gemma's going to continue walking down the, the corridor. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, that's a good opportunity to ask me or ask the uh, marching order. So uh, is Solaris in front? Uh, where's everybody else? Um, she, Kila would probably follow after once she realized Solaris, because she would have been like focused on reading it. But then when she sees movement, she'll follow. Like, I've got the light. You can, you can follow behind with the scanning. Okay. I'll I use my means... focus of observation. I'm just going to, there's a freaking... Okay. All right, I'll have my phaser out then. I'm the best at phases. <laughs> <laughs> and this is actually where I'm going to spend some threat to introduce a complication. So as Excellent. you're walking down the corridor, um, you hear the sound of screeching metal. And the difference before when, you know, I mentioned a metal sound, this is more like somebody is taking two very sharp pieces of metal and just kind of wrenching them against each other. So it's a very unpleasant sound. And it's close. I mean, really close. Like you're coming to a T-shaped intersection. You think it's coming from the right-hand passageway. I'm just gonna like. Keila is gonna be like, scree like internally screaming at the like the sound, it's like fork on a plate. And she's actually gonna remember to pull out her phaser, and she's gonna like slink to the wall and like try quarter phaser. Yeah, I'll, Gemma will also pull out her phaser. As of my antenna, I am really fun, fr struggling here. Uh, <laughs> it's just like the noise is just like doubled in my ears. And I'm just going to go, okay, uh, and I'm just going to pull back behind you guys. Okay. So uh, Gemma will like kind of get lower than what would be presumed eye level and kind of like peer around the corner. All right. And what you see is something that you've never seen before. I know that's probably obvious, but what you see is what looks to be a mix between a cocker spaniel and a cat, almost like a, or not a, just a cat, but like um, a Salat, a Vulcan sort of, you know, big cat. And it seems to be eating something. And every time its jaw moves, that's when you hear that screeching of metal. Oh. What'd you oh. see? What's there? Uh, uh, and she relays her findings and uh, 
kind of a, with a mix of like sympathy and caution. <laughs> like poor creature, but also ooh, creature. Kila will get lower than Solarius the and kind of like method. reach in front. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my head's just above it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and what art now? Mm-hmm. Um, can I scan it from here? You can, yeah. Uh, go ahead and roll me a reason medicine, please. Difficulty of zero. So three successes give you free momentum. Nice. All right, you get your one momentum. Yeah, uh, actually, seems to be in good good shape. Um, you know, it's just sort of chewing because it wants something to chew, not that it's trying to actually eat or consume anything. So do we um, know what it's chewing on? Um, it's chewing on a piece of rebar, basically. Lots of iron in your diet, I guess. Do you think it's friendly? Uh, I mean, approach with caution. Can, can we keep it? I mean, if command lets us, maybe. I don't know how to deal with animals. <laughs> um, Keela is like oddly intrigued by this thing. Um, would she have any like snacks on her? <laughs> Yeah, do we have any rations? Yeah, you'd have standard issue rations. You might even have a coffee cup from earlier. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Keela is going to put her phaser away because she's not realizing which one she's putting away. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) She's going to take out the rations and she's going to like kind of step out, kind of like not half crouched, but like not standing tall, Mm -hmm. easily coming close um, until like maybe it notices her. (laughs) Okay. How close can I get (laughs) I would say you could get within uh, throwing distance, so maybe about, trying to do distances in my head, maybe about uh, four or five meters, so generally a little bit closer. But um, as you kind of make yourself known, the creature stops chewing. It turns to look at you, and now that you can see its face, um, you see that it actually does not have eyes, um, or at least not eyes that you would understand. So kind of almost like a canine and cat face mixed together. It's just that, again, there's no sockets for the eyes. It's just nothing. Um, But it kind of turns and looks at you, or at least its head looks in your direction, and uh, it just sort of stares and doesn't move or do anything. It just sort of stares at you. So she... Hila's gonna, like, open the very slowly the packaging and hold it in her hand. She's gonna, like, kneel right down, like, one knee down, one knee up, and she's just gonna hold it out. I need well, to Gemma's, gonna, Gemma's gonna have her phaser train from behind just in case, like <laughs> over Keela's head, but like waiting. <laughs> okay. All right, Keela, very important role. I need you to roll me a presence and a command at a difficulty of three. So you may wish to spend momentum here. Got plenty of momentum. Yeah, two. I will. I will definitely spend Don't momentum. Get your hand bit off. <laughs> do you want to? Do you want to get two? Or can, can we use we two? two? Yeah, you would spend three momentum to roll two dice, or four dice total, yep. Okay, we'll do that. So I'll roll four dice. So we're down to one then? Yeah, we're down to one, you got it. Okay. Cool. Getting used to it. Excellent. All right, there's the three you needed. Boom. So uh, one thing I would say that I've deliberately not done up to this point is that whenever you guys use momentum or threat, um, you guys get to then roll a challenge dice to see if you get extra momentum. Um, So, Keila, since you did the roll, roll me one challenge dice, please. And this applies to all of you. This is your untapped potential talent. This is something all of you do when you roll momentum or threat. 
So we do it every time we use momentum. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. And what that means is you actually get a point of momentum back. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, the creature uh, very, I would say timidly, I think, or very cautiously just kind of puts one foot in front of the other, just slowly kind of creeps up to you and sort of gets within range and it kind of sniffs a few times. And then it just very carefully takes a small bite out of what's offered. And as that happens, um, the creature's attitude changes. You know, its tail starts wagging a little bit and, you know, it its ears perk up. And it, uh, it then goes back for like a second and a third each time with more gusto. And yeah, you, uh, you seem to have um, at least made a friend is what I would say. So Keela will put, as she's like out the food here, she'll put the tricorder down and she'll like give it these pets. I'd like to come in for petting too. <laughs> you, you may certainly come in for the pets. Let's put the phaser back and Solaris, thriller, thriller, squishies. Oh, come in for a cautious pet. Yes. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Shiraz, it's okay. <laughs> and yeah, uh, the creature, such as it is, uh, you know, it's it's now that you've warmed up to it or it's warmed up to you, it's very happy and uh, you know, tail going which way. Um, but as you all are getting the pets in, I'm going to spend a bit of threat to introduce another complication. Is that from the corridor behind you, you hear a gravelly voice echoing down the corridor. And the voice says something along the lines of, Where the hell have you gone? I will hunt you to the ends of this station, you rueful beast. And that's where we're going to take a five to ten minute break. So we'll be back shortly, everybody. Stick around. All right, welcome back from break a little bit early, everyone. Uh, If you're just tuning in, the players are basically taking shelter in a formerly abandoned uh, Noskin mining facility as they await for an ion storm to pass so that they may continue on to their destination, their new ship, the USS Phoenix. However, um, ooh, kitty. as they've gone through the station, they found a nest of Tolarian hook spiders, and now um, a cross between a Cocker Spaniel and a Salat, or a uh, Vulcan cat, as it were. But it's not all fun and games. There's also the sound of what sounds to be a hunter, or somebody that has a voice that's very unpleasant echoing through the hallways. And that's where we'll resume, is that again, you kind of hear that gravelly, deep voice that kind of says... Where are you? You can't hide forever. I've pressed my communicator and Gary, um, uh, uh, Ensign Thriller to, uh, Knack. Thriller to Knack. Uh, uh, yes, go ahead. Somebody's on board. Somebody's on board. We scan Someone... for life forms. Well, that can't be right. I'm, I'm not detecting any life form. Oh. Well, I can oh, hear I'm not even form. detecting your life forms. Oh, that, that could be a problem. I'm dead? Not again. No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we found a, a, a an animal, a creature, a cat-like, cute, uh, dog-like, bird-like thing, and I don't know what was a bird. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but then I've, we just heard somebody speak out. I think they're hunting it. Well, oh. um, what I would tell you is that there are a number of hook spiders still outside. Cable is shooting them as fast as possible. But it may be some time before it is safe to come back in this direction. Oh, I forgot about the hook spiders. All right. Uh, we'll keep moving. Right. 
right. Uh, so. Kila will put her uh, tricorder away, actually pull out her phaser, and she's kind of like kneeling next to the animal with like her arm around. Be like, no, we'll take it with us. That is it. How many entrances are to this room? Yeah, so I'll re-describe the scene. So you guys had come to a T-shaped intersection, and you had turned right to find this animal. And the corridor does continue further into the station, um, but it sort of goes into, you know, the dim darkness where you can't quite see where the corridor ends. Um, Then behind you, or what would have been the left side if you took a left turn at that T-shaped intersection... You again just see corridors that sort of stretch out into the darkness, but that one curves more to the left, if that matters to you. And that's where the voice is coming from? Correct. Okay. So, all in favor of bringing the creature with us? Yes. Okay. I don't think that one's vote worthy, but okay. To the right? (laughs) Right. Let's go. Right on. All right. So as you guys proceed down the hallways, again, it's sort of the red lighting and the Nausicaan architecture makes it look a little bit jagged, you know, but casting shadows everywhere that you maybe jump at maybe once or twice. But eventually you arrive at what appears to be a control center. Um, It's a uh, oval shaped room with four entrances to it. You guys are coming in kind of at the west entrance, if you will. Um, And what you see in the middle of this room is a depression in the floor. And you see a bunch of consoles that you could sit at. Um, You see that there is coming from the ceiling into this depression. um, There's like holographic projectors and things of that nature. Um, You're also seeing that there is uh, webbed bodies that are resting in some of the console seats. Um, But they're not moving. Um, There's no hook spiders in this room, at least as far as you can tell. Um, There are some consoles that are not in this depression, sort of along the edges of the room. But in general, this does look to be what would have fared for a control room at some point. Um, There are literal cobwebs almost strewn over everything. Control room. Maybe we can um, get some maps and stuff from here if we can activate something, get something working. like to check the bodies, make sure they're actually dead. Okay. Well, uh, what I would tell you is that uh, quick uh, scan with your tricorder. Yeah, they're dead. They're they're dead. Um, but let's talk about that getting a map because I like that idea. So when you try to interface with one of the terminals, you notice that it's lacking a power source. Uh, uh, we're lacking a power of, source. What kind of power source? The standard. Okay. Something Can. like, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, it's just like something like we could probably just put in a standard uh, no battery or something like. Uh, I can't remember what they're called. Generate like yeah. Do we have anything like that? I think uh, we, we all can... look at Solaris now because Solaris yeah. has the personal effects talent. <laughs> I do. Let me check my bag. Yeah, and what I would tell you like... is that because you have the personal effects, you probably could pull out as big a power cell as you wanted. Um, will this do? Yes, it will definitely do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Give me just a few minutes. And okay. she gets to work hooking it up. Okay. 
So it actually doesn't take that long. You just kind of put wire A to terminal B, and uh, moments later, the terminal sort of springs to life. And I'm imagining the terminal is kind of like the ones we see on DS9, where it's still in that alien script and sort of circular design, but the universal translator, or you have training just to know what buttons to push here. Um, but what you see on the, the screen is the words, last operation, nine, 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 and the nines just stretch off. I'm going to check that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else to it? Like, uh, it basically is like a uh, open terminal window, so like a command prompt is basically what it's what it's doing above uh, or below the listing of when it was last active. Okay. So can I try to get the map? You it? can. So, yes. And I'm going to give you. Let's have you do a control and engineering, uh, difficulty of three. <gasps> I have a focus on computers. That hey. would give you a focus. Mm. Yay! <laughs> Spend that momentum. Mm -hmm. uh, my com my control's not the best, so and it's, I need three, so I'll need another. Oh, can I use a moment? Uh, get a. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to spend. Uh, yeah. Remove. So I'm going to use three. Uh. All right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna focus. Is anyone able to assist, or is this all I'm gonna? Is this my... I, I think Solaris would assist you on this one since it was her power cell. Mm -hmm. Excellent. So again, that's uh, control engineering for you and uh, one die for Solaris. Yep, control engineering. Yep. All right, there's Yay. two. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. That's is very nice. <laughs> so yeah. You guys working together, uh, you get the terminal to spit out a map of the facility. And it's a good thing, too, that you got this map because it is just a labyrinth of haphazard corridors that don't really seem to lead to anything. Or the purpose of the corridor is left unknown because what you're seeing is that the station was not built into the asteroid. It was before when the Nausicans came. So to put that another way... The Nausicans basically built into the natural form tunnels of the asteroid rather than drill them themselves, if that makes any sense. Okay, yeah. Um, can Keela read the map and find a way out? Well, what would you qualify as a way out? Are you looking for a way back to the shuttle bay you came in? Are if, you yeah, if there's another way there that wouldn't be through the same with the spiders. So like, is there like another okay. solution? Let me see here. While she's doing that, is it possible, is there any like security feed or anything we can pull up for a good having question. a better visual? And what I would tell you is this is, again, a teachable moment, even if the stream can't see it right now, but we're still recording, so we should be good. But one thing you can do, and this is a very powerful thing you guys can do as players, um, is that you can actually spend two momentum to create an advantage or basically do a narrative declaration. Um, and there's also a spend where you can spend one momentum to ask a question, and I have to answer that question truthfully. Um, so what I would say then is that you have the option of either making it a question, meaning one momentum, or you can say that there is 
definitively a way to get a security fee. You, you sort of see the difference there, maybe? Okay. But we only have one momentum. Yeah, so you would, if you wanted to make it so that it was a sure thing, you would have to give me one momentum and one threat. Let's see anything wrong with that. He hasn't done anything too bad to us yet. We're lesser halls. <laughs> Let's just do it. <laughs> more excitement. More pets. Okay. We're yes. Lesser halls is chaos. Let's go. <laughs> yes, we get, we, I pull up a, a security feed for better visual. So we spend one moment. Yep. All right. So what you see is as you kind of go through all the cameras and you kind of look up and down and. Oh, we're back on stream. Hi, stream. Uh, you didn't miss much. We were just uh, teaching them about uh, narrative declarations and crate advantages and things of that nature. Um, but as you're kind of looking through the, the security feeds, um, what you're seeing is that there is a figure, maybe about seven six, so fairly tall oh. individual, um, and they are wrapped in furs, like animal furs. Um, if I had to qualify an actual design, um, almost like a um, like a white tiger. So there's kind of like that white fur with the black stripes on it. And mm -hmm. their headdress looks to be a literal like skull of an animal that you can't quite place. Um, but as you're looking at him, what you notice is that he is, if I had to qualify, he's holding a weapon that I think Solaris especially would identify as belonging to a Herogen. Hmm. And if you need me to remind you what a Herogen is, I'd happily do Yeah, so. I don't even know how to spell that. Sure. Yeah. So uh, for those who may not know what a Herogen is, um, they are basically the hunter species or the hunter race from Voyager. Um, so they're very much a, you know, thrill of the hunt, thrill of the sport kind of hunters. Um they kind of have like bulbous heads where they kind of have like two lobes that are oh. almost like bumps on their head kind of a thing. Yeah, they're they're kind of they're they're a little bit a uh, little bit smooth otherwise aside from the bumps, but uh yeah, if this is a Herogen, you have big problems on your hand. Well, they're a bit far from the Delta Quadrant, aren't they? They are indeed. <laughs> um Using the security feed, are we we can locate other uh, spider nests as well? You can indeed. I was waiting to see if you remembered. So yes, you are using the map that you have found in conjunction with the security feed. You now appear to have a map in which that you could reroute yourself back around to the shuttle bay. Okay. Very nice. Uh, Solaris will give her findings of the hunter and you know, it's like, we need to go. Okay. I'll report go. back. Um, I'm just going to be the person who reports back to oh, okay. yeah, We've we forgotten. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> There's got to be uh, one. Lieutenant did a great knack. We have found out that uh, Herogen is on board. I, I'm sorry, so, did you say Herogen? Yes. Oh. Uh, they're a bit far out for what I don't know why they're out here but uh, I don't want to be here anymore so uh, we're coming back uh, very well <laughs> we found Cable, the map uh, Cable and... has uh, disposed of the hook spider so if you can come back uh... yep. can I send the map to them you can yeah Something how's that ion storm looking 
Well, uh, about that, the Ion Storm is quite literally at its peak right now. We could not leave, and, well, I don't know if uh, you know this expression, but it's like putting a tomato in a blender. We've been there. I don't know that expression. That's a mood. It's it's a lot. <laughs> it's, it's pure chaos. It's, Perhaps it's you're a familiar big mess, with... it's red, and it's water, and it's, it's Perhaps. just... It doesn't taste very good. It's really like watered out. And until someone speaks up, she's gonna keep talking. Stress. Perhaps it's perhaps you're more familiar with like a a, a plastic bag through the, drifting through the wind. Oh yeah. No? yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm sending the the map and the path we're planning to take. So. All right. Yes. So one question I have before we move forward: Have you named your pet yet? I'm coming up with names as we go along. I'm saying oh, stuff like I tossed uh, Bernard, out a few names earlier. Haz, uh, Jadzia, Zimmerman, Sung, um, Tesla, Data, Tucker. See, I like Tesla, Tesla because of the whole coffee and the coils. The coils. Tesla or Monty, I like because the coffee and the coils and or Monty whatever. Monty Montgomery. And then Monty. Yeah, Maybe we should go with Monty because it's Scotty. <laughs> All right. Well, Do we know it's oh, yeah. yeah, Can we tell that? <laughs> uh, let's just say that it's such a hybrid of a creature that even your medical scans, like your tricorder's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I don't know that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, Keela will flip between Tesla and Monty. She has it the same. Tesla Montgomery. Oh. Tesla Montgomery, yes. Yes. That's Done. it. Sold. That's it. Confirmed. <laughs> All right, well, uh, as you all and Tesla M uh, begin to pick your way back towards the um, the shuttle, um, I have basically a, a how question for you. So you have the map. You are able to avoid the spider nests. But are you going for, like, a roundabout way that you maybe can avoid the Herogen? Or are you going more a direct way in the hopes that you can get to the shuttle before the Herogen finds you? We have a map. We're not going anywhere until that storm passes. I don't mind taking the safer route. I was thinking the roundabout as okay. well. Sure. What do you think? I think so. And maybe we can cause some distractions for that Herogen with those nests. Okay. Ooh. Like, Ooh. throw something at it and run. Pretty yeah. Do <laughs> yeah. something, yeah. Uh, I. <laughs> I'm sure we can make some sounds and stuff with some of the equipment around, or get some. I'm stuff. sure I have something. Well, we could shoot our phasers at something too and set something mm. off. True. Interesting. All right. So, here's how we're gonna handle this, and it's a teachable moment. Um. And this is the one of the most complicated things in the system, so do let me know if you guys get lost, and I'll be happy to explain it again. Um, but what we're going to do now is considered an extended task, and it works the same as a normal task. It's just that you have sort of a work track, or you, you need a number of successes to complete the track, but it's not like three or four difficulty. It's like you need like 12 successes kind of a thing. Okay. Um, so I'll take it step by step here. So, uh, what this is going to be is this is, you need to get 12 work done. Um, so if you get 12 work done, you get what is called a breakthrough and you reduce the magnitude 
of the extended task. Now what a magnitude means is that's how many breakthroughs you need. And there's a few ways to get breakthroughs, but I'll sort of explain that when we get to them. Um, so you need four breakthroughs on this, and the default difficulty will start at a three. And I've typed that in chat for you all. So what I would say is that this could be one of many different tasks. And again, you can assist each other on this. Um, so if you're, for example, trying to provoke the Talarian hook spiders, I would say that that could be a daring and a security. Um, if you're trying to set up sort of screamer traps or you know bits of metal to fall on whoever walks by, I think that would be a daring engineering. Uh, but something I would encourage is that since this is representing you getting back to the shuttle and distracting the hunter, you can sort of offer me your own combination. And if I think it works, we can use that as well. Okay. And the good news is that it doesn't have to be the same person doing each role. You can switch who is doing the main role depending on, you know, what you guys want to do, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. Okay. Can I get some recordings of the of uh, Tesla Montgomery? Okay. Just of his voice. Like growling? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I think I know where you're going with this. All right, so yeah, uh, why don't you give me a... Let's call it a daring engineering on your part. Excellent. That's what I excel at. Who would be assisting you? I want to assist because she kind of like has initiated the whole animal thing. Okay. So. Yeah, and you're going to do your own daring engineering. And again, overall difficulty on this is a three. We don't have any momentum, so. Nope. Oh, wait, you did succeed. Go ahead and roll your uh, untapped potential. You could get. Oh, that's right. Let's forget about that. Oh yeah, that's a me. Uh, <laughs> one dice. All right, so you actually get two momentum back. Very nice. Nice. I'm gonna spend one. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't want twenty-one. I want one. There we go. <laughs> so I do three. Um, nothing there. No. Actually, wait a second. Don't you have uh, holographic technology as a? Uh... Oh, yeah. Ah, uh, but you don't have a five, so it wouldn't have been a crit. All right, so that's two successes so far. And there's the three you need from Kila. All right, so if you'll permit me a little bit of creative agency, I think what you do is um, you get uh, the sound of Tesla Montgomery, and then you kind of look at your tricorder and go, I could make you into a portable holographic projector. Oh, I love it. <laughs> All right, so here's now the complicated step, is you're now going to roll against the work track, and it's actually a little bit simple, even though it sounds complicated. You're going to be rolling two plus your department, or two plus your discipline. So since your discipline is engineering, you're going to roll me six challenge dice. Six. Okay. Nice. Now, this is important for a few reasons. Um, the first is that sometimes you might have a talent that would uh, give you additional work uh, when you roll effects, but I don't think any of you have that, but you did get five work done. Now, five is the magic number in the system. Um, if you get five work, uh, you get what is called a breakthrough, reduces the difficulty, reduces the magnitude, etc., etc. But five is also very important in terms of combat. Um, if you do five or more damage in a single strike against an opponent, they take an injury and are essentially out of play for that combat. So it's a very nice. important thing 
to keep the rule of five in mind. Um, but to update you, uh, as you cobble together this uh, crude holographic projector, you now have only three magnitude remaining, and the difficulty uh, to complete this task has come down to a two. Nice job. Mm -hmm. Nice. Hello, TM. Let's <laughs> see. <laughs> and then, yeah, at this um, point, we, we go through the same motion. So go ahead and pitch me ideas. I would like to uh, maybe if we get to a spot that we have to like sneak by a nest. Mm -hmm. um, if Keela could like set up some debris that and kind of like a trip wire so that when it would be tripped, um, it would cause a bunch of noise and therefore alerting the nest. Yeah, I like it. Why don't we call that a fitness engineering? And who would like to assist Keela on that? Fitness is my lowest. <laughs> Sounds like you just volunteered. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's All do right. it. All right. The difficulty <laughs> is a two. Oh, also, real quick, uh, Shraz, go ahead and roll the uh, untapped potential. Oh, yeah. Can't forget about that. Oh, yeah. Untapped potential. Yeah. So, how does determination work again? Do we just have. Don't. Do we have like a set amount of determination that we then spend? Or... Yeah, so you start each session with one determination. And okay. if you want more determination, you have to either challenge a value or act in a way that would introduce a negative complication to the scene. Okay. Um, so hmm. Okay, well, there's your two base successes. Now, as long as Solaris doesn't roll a... Okay, no help, Told but you. it's not a complication. That's what matters. <laughs> All right, so with two successes... Great, sweetie. <laughs> uh, with two successes, you know, Keela and Solaris, you guys working together, you sort of set up that tripwire slash fall trap with the bits of debris that are coming off of the walls. And same thing as before, six challenge dice to represent how much work you get done. Okay. Okay. Wow. So that is six successes. That is significant. <laughs> And what I would tell you <laughs> is that if you give me your one momentum, you could complete this extended task in this second go if you wanted to. Wow. Sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. down. Yeah. Right. And that's, again, it's, it's one of the beauties where I know it, it seems complicated at first, but once you kind of get the, the jargon down and you understand what you're rolling, I think it gets a little bit easier. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, so yeah, Keela and Solaris, you set up a masterful uh, tripwire system. Heck yeah. And you guys maybe get about three or four corridors down when you hear the tripwire go off. And then you hear weapons fire as what you can assume the hunter being just waylaid by so many, so many Slayer and Hook Spiders. <laughs> yes! <laughs> nice. But yeah, with that, what I would yes. tell you... Oh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was just saying him, not us. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, in that case, uh, you guys do actually arrive back at the shuttle bay. Um, the nest you disturbed earlier, um, you are able to circumvent it and go through kind of a secondary passageway to get back into the shuttle bay. And Excellent. what you see is uh, Ensign Cable, sort of with a phaser type 3, the phaser rifle, just sort of standing uh, amid a field of corpses is what I would say. 
I was going to say just before we get in, mm-hmm. uh, who needs security when we got engineering? Yeah! <laughs> and then we open up and we see that and they say, oh, they've still got their uses. Yep. That's, that's why we do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, cause security. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and uh, I think Ensign, uh, Ensign Cable just sort of looks at you and goes, ah, I see you've returned. I understand that there is a hunter behind you. I think he yes. might be occupied with a nest of uh, legs. We also found a friend. Yes, I understand that you are calling him Tesla Montgomery. Yes. Hmm. Can we keep him? No, no, no. we are keeping him. <laughs> <laughs> the creature. She's just gonna like usher him. him onto the ship. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, as Cable just walks, you know, as you walk past Cable, she kind of goes, "Well, I do not say okay. You are stowing them anyway." <laughs> okay. <laughs> And as you all sort of get back onto the shuttle, uh, and uh, Lieutenant Nax sort of looks at the consoles and says, Ah, well, uh, if we can hold out for about another five minutes, I, I believe we could get out into space and uh, away from that erogen. Okay. Sounds like a plan. All right. So here's where I am going to roll some dice. And you okay. do not want an effect to be rolled here, because if I roll an effect, the Hirogen will arrive. Of course. Okay, so <laughs> one minute passes. You know, you're all kind of waiting tentatively. No Hirogen. Second minute passes. You start to think, oh, yeah, we're going to get out of here scot-free. Third minute passes. You're starting to see weapons fire and flashes of light coming from the corridor you just came down. Fourth minute passes. The Hirogen Hunter, again wearing that skull, wearing the animal furs, comes running into the shuttle bay, sees you all, and we're going to enter into actual combat here. Okay. Um, so the way combat in this system works is that it's not like D&D or it's not like any other system that has initiative. It's actually very simple. We do player, so some, you know, a player or ally. Then it goes to the enemy, then it goes to the player or the ally, and it bounces back and forth until everybody has acted. Um, For this instance, I'm just going to put you three and Ensign Cable on the initiative order. And the Hirogen is on this order, they're just not listed. But since it is the player's turn first, which among you would you like to act first? I'll go. Okay. So if, again, out of the view screen of the shuttle, you see that the Hirogen is raising up his rifle to fire at the shuttle. So what would you like to do to stop or otherwise defend against this? Um, hmm. And don't worry does, so much about what mechanics say. Just kind of give me an idea and we'll make it work. Does the... Sh- I don't know. I just uh, Does the shuttle... I would assume it has, like lights like headlights right like so you mm-hmm. can see can we like try to blind him Ooh. yeah put those yeah. on and try to blind him i love it why don't you roll me a control engineering and the shuttle will assist you with a comms and security and the difficulty on this will just be a two Right, there's one success, which means we need to see a comms and security success from the shuttle. Oh. Oh, I can roll for the shuttle. Uh, where is it? Type 7 shuttle. What was it again? A comms and security. 
intercom security. Oh, Ooh, that's a complication. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> well, it's the, the shoveling complicates, coffee. not you. So I think I think that it is, you know, calling back to the joke. I think what it is is you go to turn on the lights and Dagamit. they flicker and then just go <gasps> defunct as you find yet another coffee cup. This is why we don't leave things not in their place. <sighs> why we do a higher higher check next time. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to be your turn, which means it's now going to be the Herogen's turn. Um, so the Herogen is going to open fire, and even okay. though he's at point-blank range, he still has to roll, because he, too, okay. could get a complication. All right. Actually, uh, he does not get enough successes to actually hit the shuttle. So I think what happens is um, he fires off a pulse from his rifle, and kind of a green light mixed with orange sort of flies out towards the shuttle. But it just impacts against the shields of the shuttle, dealing no damage whatsoever. Cool. Which now means uh, it is uh, Shraz, uh, Kila, or Cable's turn. Um, I could do another distraction, trying to get Hollow TM out there to try to, because he's trying to hunt TM. So why not have Hollow TM out there, try like trying to. Come take the fire. Yeah, I like it. Why don't we have you do a presence and engineering, and I'll set the difficulty here at a five. So you're probably going to want to use your determination, and you're probably going to want to give me some threat. Okay, what can I use for determination? Value. No, let's, Leave uh, no let's man see. behind. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, maybe. Uh, what other values you got here? Um, Anything Maybe. can be used anywhere. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Any of us assist? Um, I would say yeah. Uh, if you tell me how you're assisting. Um, it's a good question. Are you wanting know. to set up that hollow hologram display, or are you wanting to like lob it out there to? Um. Like, are you trying to put it together? What are you wanting to do? I've already set it up. So we're using oh, okay. it for distraction methods. So I'm not trying to use it so out there, still distracting. Um, yeah, I don't know how to help with that. Well, maybe maybe uh, one of those things where you sort of time it with the uh, the shuttle transmission such that, you know, the Herogen doesn't pick up on it, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Generally, you know, the reason I'm doing this and not just saying you can assist is because I'm I'm sort of, mm-hmm. you know, introducing you guys to thinking like, okay, he's doing this or she's doing this. How do I how do I assist? Um, mm-hmm, right. So this is sort of, you know, throwing you into the fire, but it hopefully is, again, a teachable moment. Um, okay. uh, and I can use hollow programming. You can. Right. And again, it's a difficulty of five. So you've already spent your determination. So that's two free successes. So you would need three more successes. Yeah. So do I still just roll a 1D, 20D? Or no, no, no. So your default is 2D20. Um, okay. But if you want more dice, you would have to give me threat. Uh, I think with the support in my thing, I might risk it because I don't want to give you more threat. <laughs> <laughs> I got the good call. Uh, so with the support um, and hopefully the fact that I'm using holo programming as a applicable focus, I'll be able to get some good crits and stuff. <laughs> All right, let's see what happens. Ooh, All right, well, that's four successes. So, Solaris, if you can get one success, this happens. 
Okay, what am I rolling to help? You're rolling a control engineering on your part. Okay. This would be a very bad time to roll a complication. I know. No pressure. Ah! Ah! <laughs> what did I just say? No, I had one job. Ugh. One job. Okay, I think I know how I'm going to resolve this. So, I think what happens is... is uh, Well, actually, wait a second. You haven't spent your determination yet, have you? I don't think so. Okay. So, technically, you could use your determination to reroll your dice. But you, again, would have to apply it to a value. Okay. Let me see what my value is. Um... Does that, so just trying to remember, does that mean I'm getting rid of this value to get this extra dice or am I uh, applying, you're just applying the, value? the value? Okay, well, I can use helping hand. That would work. And yeah, okay. all you have to do is not roll another 20. That's all you have to do. Please. No okay. pressure. No, no pressure. Okay, so what am I rolling then? Same thing as before. Oh, okay. Critical uh. successes only. Uh. <laughs> Don't screw it up. There you go. You go from literally a critical failure to a critical success. Very nice. So you actually do get a momentum back from that. Nice. Yay. So, uh, Shraz, uh, you, you and Solaris working together, you will have the holographic TM work. But what is it that TM, the holographic TM does that distracts the hunter? And it's going to succeed dance. no matter what you tell me it does. Good dance. <laughs> Doing the thriller. To the throat. There you go. That's okay. I think we have it. So, you uh, you send out the hologram, uh, the hologram, and you know music begins playing, and Nax sort of goes, "Is that an old Earth tune?" And as Thriller plays, uh, we see the Herogen, you know, kind of look at this hologram as it's kind of doing the Thriller, you know, the hands back and forth, and it lowers its rifle and it goes, "What the fuck?" And it is at this point that Nat goes, aha, we are now out of here. And you feel the shuttle pick up and leave the shuttle bay behind. And the Herogen is so distracted by the dancing thriller TM that he only haphazardly just shoots in your general direction, but doesn't land in jet at all. <laughs> there you go. Is this and the spiders in the background are also like, yeah, you know, they're, you know, they're doing dance. I, I, I now feel bad leaving Hello TM there. It's alright, like we have the real like, one here. Yeah, but I just feel as bad as if we left the real one there. It'll be fine. <laughs> alright, well, as you zoom back out into space, you see the uh, rolling clouds, the ion storm in the distance, and Nack just sort of goes, well, well done. Uh, hopefully you had fun on your little away mission. There's a lot more like that, because on the Phoenix, we repair a lot of broken ships that are going to be just like that station. Ooh, stuff to fix. Mm -hmm. That explains why there's three new engineers. Well, yes, we can always <laughs> use helping hands. What happened to the previous engine engineers? Um, believe it or not, they got promoted. And I don't mean oh. it in a good way. I mean, we promoted to get rid of them. Oh. Oh. Yeah, they, they um, to put it plainly, they, uh, they were not good engineers. They, um... So you promoted? Well, you, you know the expression that you get promoted to your level of incompetence? 
She's going to stay Ensign forever. Yeah, okay. Sure, Jan. Yeah. <laughs> well, if they're leaving coffee cups behind, I I don't blame them. Like I'm I'm really I'm I'm kind of amazed how many coffee cups got stowed back there. And <sighs> I think our final scene is we see uh TM literally finding another coffee cup and just chewing it. <laughs> just just crunching yes. down. I just hope I had a whole cups. full set for tea for later. Just <laughs> But yeah, that's going to be the end of our first session. What did you guys think? Nice. Loved it. It was great. <laughs> Love it. And again, the beginning you know, to now, I'm definitely more comfortable yeah. knowing mm-hmm. how to do things. I had to get in the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And that's usually the beauty is, you know, the first couple sessions, it's usually me talking because I'm explaining things. But as you guys get more comfortable, you know, you'll feel like more empowered to speak up or say, hey, GM, shut up for a moment. You know, and I encourage that. So. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Twitch and YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. We had a very active chat. Thank you to everybody in chat. Uh, Thank you for turning out and giving your support to these lovely individuals. Uh, YouTube, this is where we say goodbye, but Twitch stick around because we're going to find somebody to raid. But YouTube, see you later.